Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Welcome. It is Friday, November 5th, the first Friday of the month. And of course, my name is Crystal Andres Morissette. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Uh, I couldn't start the show without acknowledging that it, it has been it has been a um, it hasn't been an easy week. My father passed away on Sunday, Halloween, so I'll never forget that date. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been an emotional week for those of you who have lost a parent, whether you were really close, whether the relationship had struggles or, you know, your parent is still your parent. And it's, uh, it's been a, an emotional week for me. It's been times where I'm sure anyone who's gone through grieving can relate where there's times where I'm just watching some kind of mindless television for a little bit and I find myself laughing at something and then I realize oh I'm I'm sad I'm grieving um I almost feel guilty that I'm laughing uh and then I get sad again and so it's been really interesting good for me really that's probably I don't mean to say it in that way but good for me to have done so much of this work over my entire lifetime that I really know how to um, feel feelings, feel my feelings, acknowledge them when they come on. Um, One of the things I've learned over the years, not just this week, about emotions, feelings, is feelings don't last. They really are like waves of energy that come in and wash out like the tide Um, and grieving comes in and it comes on and yeah, and I'm, and you know, even when I was with my dad, I was glad I had um, those last few days when he went into hospice to spend with him, and I played my his favorite music that I that I knew of growing up, and I just was able to sit with him and hold his hand, and it was so meaningful. It was really, really meaningful for me. He'd been in hospice for for a few days prior to me coming, and I knew there'd be a lot of visitors. And on the day that I went, it just so happened there was no one there. And I got to spend quite a few hours just alone with my dad. And I'm so grateful. I'm really, really grateful for that. For those of you who are doing my empowerment coach certification right now, or you've done it before, I, in this exact uh, 2021 curriculum, we have spent the last three weeks, four weeks talking about transitions. And that was the, 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 the curriculum. And, um, Four weeks ago, we we started, we moved into uh, the level of consciousness called grief. Um, And it's so amazing that I literally, as I've been dealing with my grief this week, reflecting on the book that we we were referencing and citing called Transitions by William Bridges. He has a PhD, Making Sense of Life's Changes. He's a foremost expert on... uh, on helping people cope with difficult, painful, and confusing times in their life. So four weeks ago in our Empowerment Coach certification at the SWAT Institute, we were really focused on grief, the emotion of grief. Um, 
what grieving feels like in the body, how uh, William Bridges calls that the ending. There's an ending that has happened. And then three weeks ago, we moved up the level of consciousness from grieving up into fear. Resonates just a little higher, a little bit faster, a little bit, a little bit brighter. Some feel like fear is frenetic. In William Bridges' book, Transitions, he calls that the neutral zone, where there's sort of this area of like no man's land. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready for a new beginning yet. I can't even think about a new beginning. Um, but I, I'm, I've, I've disengaged, I've dis, I've disentangled, I feel I've gone through that disorientation period of grief. And then um, <clears throat> last week, we moved into a level higher on the map of consciousness called desire, you know, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? And you start to realize you're allowing yourself to be open to a new beginning, there's a new beginning now. And that you will know when you're ready for desire. You'll know when you're ready for a new beginning, when opportunities start presenting themselves. And there's something in you, something in your consciousness, something in your being that finally says, um, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back in the game of life. I'm, I'm ready to tell the universe. I'm ready to, to really live full out. Uh, you realize how short and precious life is when someone has passed. But really, it can be the grieving or the ending of anything. It can be the ending of a relationship the way you knew it. It can be the ending of a job. It can be the ending of, of being single. And it can be a, an exciting thing, transitioning. It can still be exciting. But the difference between a transition and a change, there's a lot of times we say, I just need to make some changes in my life. Changes are sort of external. Like, I've got to quit that job. i got to leave that relationship. I've got to make some changes. Um, Whereas transitions are much deeper, it's a really deep, it's really the deep inner work that allows you to truly energetically, emotionally be ready to know how to sustain the new beginning. So that's part of what I do. That's part of what empowerment coaching is, part of being able to help a client. And what's so incredible about this work that I teach at the SWAT Institute, Simply Woman Accredited Trainer, uh, I say we're the new special weapons and tactical and we are helping heal the world one woman at a time because when a woman does this deep work and she understands her emotions and she understands how to sort of climb her own empowerment emotionally to get to higher emotions like I, I, I know I, I still always try to make sure that I remember that there are lots of different schools of thought. And you know, some therapists will say, well, you can't just pretend to be happy and pivot into happy feelings and expect, expect to sustain it. I 100% agree. But I also think we don't have to stay down in trauma and grieving and sorrow and fear and pain forever, either because something sad or bad or hard has happened to us. So we do wanna have a roadmap so to speak, an emotional roadmap that we can follow that when you are experiencing tough times or you're experiencing change or you're experiencing transition, there's almost a, a process that you can almost recognize. And I don't want to say diagnose yourself, but sort of say, okay, this is, but this is where I'm resonating right now. This, this is the emotion I'm at. And for me to get 
feeling better about myself, about my future, about my life, there are emotions or energies, questions that I'm going to have to move through authentically to get to a higher, lighter, more free, more expansive, more um, hopeful, empowered place. So I, I think it's honest to say we all want that. Who doesn't? Why would anyone want to stay down in guilt and shame and blame and grieving forever? Um, and I just love that we have the actual roadmap, a plan um, that I can apply to myself no matter what I'm going through that allows me to also know this too shall pass. And when feelings come on, for example, through the week, it's really interesting when you can allow yourself to feel a feeling without becoming the emotion. Now, I'm certainly not saying that someone else, if they lost a loved one, that they might not stay in the feeling of grief for longer or shorter or whatever than I am. Or, but what I've noticed about feelings is feelings are like kind of like tidal waves. Like when sorrow comes on, when grieving comes on, in my experience, you'll feel that immense sorrow because you'll think of a memory or you'll realize, you know, I'm never going to hold my dad's hand again or whatever it might be. And it kind of washes over you and you might cry like really intensely. And I've noticed though that it kind of lasts for about 30 seconds. And then if you don't become that feeling, you just let it wash through you, it then dissipates out again. And then you're like, oh, and, and you're not, if you're not doing things to add to the, like drink a bottle of wine when you're feeling grief, you're going to stay in that emotion and maybe it gets bigger and fuller and larger and holds you down longer. But real emotions just sort of wash in and they wash out and they wash in and they wash out like breathing and you inhale and you exhale. And as you know, the grieving process, so for, exa for example, us that are empowerment coaches, we know there's been an ending. Then we know that we have to move into fear. And there is scary things even with this. Like if I'm in my own most authentic, honest moment, you know, then there's the celebration of life and you're going to be seeing people that maybe I'm going, let me just say, I'm going to be seeing people that I haven't seen in a long time by choice. Maybe because of toxic, a uh, toxic relationship or uh, really difficult emotional struggles. So then there's the fear and the anxiety of like, what's that going to go like? And then I, but then I also have I have the ability to talk myself through that and say, but if you weren't afraid, what would you do? Well, I would walk in there and know that I am my father's daughter and I belong, and I know that my father is probably more with me now than he's ever been because we didn't have the closest and it doesn't mean we didn't have deep love but we struggled in our communication and our ability to um get our needs met from each other um and then there becomes the new beginning there becomes the new beginning and and being able to get into action when you feel ready like what is all of this freed up and allowed and created and so it, it's just been interesting for me to allow myself to do the same work that I help other women do as well. 
So I do want to let you know that I have um, a couple of hands that have gone up, excuse me, in the queue today, and I'm really excited to chat with you. Um, I think I have Melody who's here first, and I'm just going to do an unmute on Melody's line and just say, hey, Melody, can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me? I can. Yay, perfect. Melody, just to be yeah. clear, um, are you on your speakerphone or are you talking directly into your mouse mouthpiece? I am just talking into the computer. Okay, you should be just fine then. You sound clear. Okay, that's great. Okay. You sound great. Okay. So, Melody, talk to me. How can I support you today? What's going on? And I'm really grateful that you called in today. Yeah, so thank you so much. And I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. And thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I just feel like I just feel like I get stuck in life. So I've, I've been in the program and for a year and now I'm, I extended it because I didn't complete it. And I also do energy work. And all that's good. And now I feel like I'm stuck with what do I really want to coach people? Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know. Like I thought it was, okay, I'm going to do this empowerment energy work. And it's something along those lines, Crystal. Mm -hmm. And I just don't feel clear. Okay. So I have a group coaching, like three people. And so I did a 12-week program. And it was pretty good. But then I realized, I don't think I want to do this because I was doing it every Saturday morning. Yep. Now I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this every, like, I just feel like I, I get stuck or something. Like, I don't know what, what my mission is, what my purpose is. I think that that's what I'm not clear on. Okay. Like, what, what am I really supposed to be doing in life? Yeah, yeah, it's great questions. You know what's interesting, Melody? I was just working on, it's the first time I've actually worked this week and I literally was just writing about the most important things to make sure my coaches will know when they go out into the world. And I broke it right mm -hmm. down to so interesting that you said, like I literally said, I want to make sure my coaches have chosen the right URL for their business. Like exactly the URL, your, your mission statement. You're like, what mm -hmm. exactly do you do all the way to? So I think this is like in real alignment with what I was writing this morning is your question literally is the question that I thought my students probably had. And so I think mm -hmm. that you're, we're, we're aligned right now to have this conversation because it's where my brain was at this morning as well. So I want to just repeat, oh, I just, yeah, I love when the universe just works together and that's your energy work. So I want to just bring, go back right. over some of the stuff. There's a little laugh. Um, you said, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want to do. Something like that. And you had your little laugh of truth really in there. I don't feel clear. I'm doing group coaching and I have three people and it's 12 weeks. And mm -hmm. now I'm thinking, I don't want to be doing every Saturday morning. So I will tell you, and this, oh, geez, like I hate if my, my, I did a millionaire mastermind group and listen, I made incredible money, Melody, incredible, incredible mm -hmm. money on this mastermind group. And yet okay. we met every Saturday morning. And you know, I felt exactly the same way. I almost felt like a spoiled brat. I felt like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I've brought in these, it was only nine women. They paid mm -hmm. quite a chunk of change to be a part of this year-long millionaire mastermind group. But then after I sold it, I thought, I've just committed myself to every 
Saturday morning. Right. Why did I do that? Yeah, it was good money, but no, I actually really love my weekends. And even though I can work mm -hmm. anytime and I'm an online business, I still have a little bit of that old school weekends. Even though my husband works with me, we literally could take our weekends on Tuesday and Wednesday, but in my mind, I don't want to be doing it on Saturday mornings. And there's probably a laugh with you because you could probably create your own schedule too, but you decided yeah. to do it on Saturday mornings. So first, I'm just going to just tell you that part is you don't book it on Saturday mornings. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. I've actually changed. Like even with my, my teaching, I used to teach like seven o'clock on Wednesday nights. Then I reached a point that mm -hmm. I was like, this year was the first year that I said, I don't want to be working nights or weekends anymore. That was a decision I made turning 50. And I'm not quite okay. 51 yet. So turning 50 was a decision I made this year to say, I'm, I don't, I still, like, we're going to help you figure out what your mission is and who you want to work with. But the even more important clarity is what do you want? What do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. Not just what you're great at or what you could do well. So you do know that mm -hmm. you don't want to be working, I'm going to guess, nights and weekends. Correct. Yeah. So there's the great first thing is that you get to set your schedule. So just know that you get to set your schedule. Okay. Like here is a Friday at one. Who would have thought anyone would want to call in Friday at one? But that's a time that works for me. It's the end of the week. I have no more coaching mm -hmm. on Friday afternoon. I have no more coaching through the weekend. I don't work. So the first Friday of every month, that works for me. Now, the first things you've got to do is just get really clear on what kind of schedule do you want to work? That's the mm -hmm. first thing. I know that's really the boring stuff, but just be clear that you know, like you could do group coaching. What didn't you like about your group coaching? Just that it was Saturday morning? Um, Saturday morning, and then I feel like sometimes people didn't put the work in it. I get it. Yeah, and that was frustrating <laughs> because then I feel like I'm trying to convince them to put the work into it for themselves. Yeah, I get it. I get and, it. And that's why that one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. um, there's you're, you're learning though. And what you're really going to learn is, um, I worked in, and this just comes to mind, I worked in the health club industry for many years before I got into coaching. And it was mm -hmm. just a natural transition. Okay. It was like I realized I wanted to help women feel amazing. Yes, I know how important eating well and exercise and those important things. And I have a funny feeling, you know, those really important things too. But then I got where I was like, I don't mm -hmm. want to just help people lose weight or look great. I want, and I didn't want to work nights and weekends because working in the health club. Anyways, my point with that Melody, one of the things that I realized is I, I'm going to make up a number. 90% of people who join the gym aren't coming mm -hmm. after February 15th. They have a New Year's resolution. They get really motivated. They join these things. Now, if I took it personally that mm -hmm. everyone who joined my course or my groups or my, why haven't they finished on time? Why aren't they doing all the work? Why aren't they showing up consistently? Yeah. That could hurt the way that I feel about myself, not realizing that's just people, Melody. And it doesn't mean those women right. don't still love you and what you're teaching. It's that... Maybe meeting every Saturday morning for 12 weeks and knowing they also have to be there every Saturday morning doesn't always work for them either. So don't, first of all, take it mm -hmm. ever personally. You only have three clients. Like, mm -hmm. 
to get all three of them to meet up with you every Saturday for 12 weeks is impossible. Not ever going to happen. That's a good point. So Mm -hmm. I just don't want you to take it personally. Because if I were to say, I'm going to quit running my certifications because only 30% of the women who enroll graduate within the same year. Like, I don't even know the number. I just completely made that up. Mm -hmm. But you, Melody, are one Mm -hmm. of my students and you do love it. You do mm-hmm. love, you do love that. I know you do because you're here calling me right now. Right. So right. even though you mm-hmm. haven't necessarily graduated, doesn't mean it's still not been really impactful for you. And you're just going right. to take a little longer to do the work. The reason I'm stressing this, Melody, mm-hmm. is that you can't take it personally. Right. Like, first off, do not take it personally if there are sometimes you show up on a Saturday morning and no one else is on. And then you maybe you still have mm-hmm. to film your damn thing because they are expecting a live call every... I don't know how yours works. So all I am saying is if if I judged myself based on who finishes everything compared to who starts mm-hmm. everything, I'd have a metaphorical whip and I'd be lashing myself all the time. So mm-hmm. it's nothing okay. to do with you. They joined because they love you. Mm-hmm. And... They wouldn't have joined unless they absolutely believed in you, and they still do. It's nothing to do with you. Okay, I offer chat with Crystal on Friday mornings once a month. You would think I would have 500 students that would want to get on here for the chance to get coached by me for free. But I'm lucky if Mm -hmm. every the first Friday of every month we get 10 women, 10 out of thousands Mm -hmm. that actually take the time to call in, to get on, to want. But it doesn't mean they don't listen to the, the, the replays or they might catch up in six months from now and do a listen well, to all the calls. So I just really feel the need to stress that to you because okay. you are making impact. And if we only based our success on our numbers sometimes, I know numbers don't lie, but if we always based it just on the numbers, we, we could really give up on something that is our true purpose and our passion because Mm-hmm. Numbers okay. don't always represent the truth. And here's the other thing. Sometimes you, you might realize 12 weeks is too long. Maybe you might realize mm-hmm. that I'd let rather do a um, 12 week, but we go, we do three weeks in a row and we have a week off. We do three weeks in a row, we have a week off. We have three. I don't know. I know that when I do my millionaire mm. mastermind group again, I will never do it every week for 32 weeks or whatever I did. Like I did like, we're going to be together for the next nine months. And I literally didn't mm-hmm. book off a Saturday. So it was, it was just dumb of me because I actually loved the women, but it was a lot of pressure on all of us to make that commitment for 36 weeks straight. Okay. Okay. So that's one thing. Now, the other thing I do want to get back to, I just feel like I get stuck in life. So mm-hmm. that was the first thing you said. I just feel like I get stuck in life. Um, and I don't even really know what I'm exactly meant to be doing. So tell me this. Tell me what I already know. I already almost 99% sure I know who this is. I can just re- recognize your voice. So I already mm-hmm. know, and I've seen some of your posts, you have a mm-hmm. very powerful, big presence. You're mm-hmm. soothing you're beautiful, you ooze with love and compassion and wisdom and insight. So 
Mm-hmm. You got to think about what do you love? What do you love about why you chose this this arena, energy, emotions, empowerment? What do you love? Mm-hmm. Like if you could if someone just said, "Let me pay you $50,000." I just want to give you $50,000, but you've got to do something you love that's impactful. Mm-hmm. What would what kind of things come to mind? You didn't have to prove your worth. You didn't have okay. to prove your worth for someone. They just said, I just believe in you. I, I'm like, I'm a, I, I have a magic wand. I believe mm-hmm. in you, Melody. And I, I know you've got, you've got the ability to impact people. If you could impact mm-hmm. them in whatever way just comes the most naturally to you and you could create impact, what would it be about around and who it would it be for? Like, just let's just play right now. Let's just do a little brainstorming, a little okay. dreaming. So I would, I would teach women how to use their mind and their body to create the life that they love. And I don't feel like I've done that for myself, which is a big problem. Okay. I mean, and I shouldn't say that. I just feel like I have, I've transformed a lot in my life, like this anxiety, depression, um, things like that, even with me doing this coaching business. So that has transformed, but I think just financially, I'm not where I need to be. Forget about the numbers. Uh, okay, but, so I want to stop you there though. Do you know what I, do you know when I said earlier, don't let the numbers influence right now. I know numbers don't lie, but numbers aren't always accurate. So until mm-hmm. you know how to properly package and present your offerings, you can't mm-hmm. let your finances represent your value at this job. Because uh. if you did, well, everyone that's first getting started would say, I suck. I'm no good. I'm not making enough money at it yet. Uh. Right? Like, that's just not mm-hmm. true. I, I'm hearing you're getting that. So I like to teach women how to use their mind and body to transform. What are some of the things that you've transformed? Um that you've overcome um, anxiety, depression. Say, tell me, tell me some. Yes, things. anxiety, um, depression. Like I'm, I'm learning how to really transform my my thoughts in terms of just moving my awareness out of a certain part of my mind. Yeah. Um, like I don't down. have to be sad. I don't have to stay mad. You know. I'm learning how to use my mind and my body. And most recently, just with what you've been teaching, just about feeling the the emotions in my body. Yeah. And just being aware that they're there. Like, it's not good or bad. It's just an emotion. Yeah. And I'll do that body scan every morning, every night when I go to bed, just to check in with my body. That's something I never did before. I would just let whatever was there just stay there. So I've, I've learned how to work with that. I've, it's also helped me with my communication with my husband as well. Because yeah. um, I'm learning how not to, like he has his emotions and I can't let them affect me. Whereas before, probably 100% of the time, you know, it, it would affect me. But now it doesn't affect me like they used to. That's mastery. You know, that's an incredible mastery. Um, I was just, uh, I've just p- posted something on my Facebook page that said transmuting energies 
instead of absorbing them is a skill every empath should master. The key to transmutation is being the neutral observer and remaining detached. Don't identify yourself with other people's emotional baggage. Um, and mm. I, I just heard, that's what I just heard that you have the ability to do. So I want you to start thinking about how would this benefit women? How would it benefit women by learning how to check in with your body to access your emotions mm -hmm. and to learn how to communicate with the people in your life in a way where you don't have to take their emotions on. Tell me how the, mm. who would benefit from that because I'm hearing like this is one of the things you're mastering. And I feel, and I, I can't say the reasons why because I don't have them, I can't tell you why. I feel like you're very physically beautiful and you're, you know how to actually connect the body movement and emotions. I feel like, I don't know why, I just feel like you'd be mm -hmm. like a great, Phys oh, you are, oh my God, something just popping in my head. You're around physical therapy. You're around that physical stuff, right? I'm remembering something right. I read from you. So right. mm -hmm. you, I feel, can I ask you, do you have um, any certification or background around the body? Like just your, um, your education, your background education? prior to this what would that be because i'm feeling like we could bridge something for you that really bridges yeah. western medicine with emotions and energy and i think you could do it in a way that's really tangible for women to understand yeah the only thing is i i am a physical therapist that's you know i've done that for 30 something years i know you don't want to keep um, doing it but that is an expertise that you could use just the bio part of it to build your new business, not to continue doing it. Your, mm -hmm. your expertise what do you mean? of years and years of working with people as a physical therapist, you have to see how emotions and stories and pain and gets held yeah. and triggered in the body. Yes. Okay, so you have an expertise 30 years as a physical therapist. This mm -hmm. is huge. I really need you to see this because everything you just said is I teach women how to use their mind and body to transform certain emotions and to learn how to feel them in the body so they don't implode on us and make us sick. We learn mm -hmm. how to channel them and, and trans transition them into a more empowered place. See, I, I don't know if I'm expressing mm -hmm. this. This is huge. Yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. expressing it in a way when we can take our background our what we've done in our life already and use it mm -hmm. as the experience that gives us the authority to create a new modality. That is mm -hmm. your, that you don't need to ever be a physical therapist again, but your 30 years as a physical therapist gives you the PhD in order to do this kind of emotional mm -hmm. energetic empowerment work do you see that connection i do and i've never thought about that yeah this is your you have the phd in understanding the body you've literally been doing this with people for 30 years and talking with them and holding them and helping them and physically giving them the support that they need and you're now have made this very clear connection in your own awareness that the body 
is so connected to the mind. And when we start to learn how to feel those feelings in the physical body, we don't have to stay in those sad emotions. We don't have to stay in anger. We don't have to stay in sorrow. And your 30 plus years as a physical therapist gives you the absolute education needed to, to offer this new healing modality. Hmm. You're an expert. Okay. Wow. Do you, okay. Do you get, I don't know if you're like, if you're me right now, I just want to start writing. Like literally I'd be like Melody through her 30 plus years as working as a physical therapist, Melody has made the direct link between body and mind emotions and energy healing and like we could write something that's so interesting and then what do we want to do we want to create a mission statement around that we want to make sure Mm -hmm. that we get you a url that completely Mm -hmm. connects this so melody what is the unless you don't want to share that right now do you already have a url that you bought that's going to be your business name so yes it's called the and it might be too long I've been thinking about that, but it's called the Koroho effect. And in Swahili, Koroho means spiritual. Because initially when I started doing this, I was thinking more of connecting like with faith-based people and things like that. But sometimes that whole religious world doesn't work out for me for whatever reason. So that's why I think I get confused. Like maybe that's not my calling. Maybe it's something else. Okay, so, so let's that's stay. why I have the name. Perfect. Let's stay with this. Okay, can you give me the actual spelling, the... Sure. Mm-hmm. It's V and then it's K-I, K is in kite, yep. I-R-O-H-O, and then effect, E-F-F-E-C-T. Okay, so here's here's what I feel about that. Uh, the, we want, we'd want to lose that. So www.coroho effect, if you could get that, is it already gone? Um, Oh. And, but now tell me what the Koroho, just you, tell it to me in one sentence. What is the Koroho effect? The Koroho effect is an experience where you use your energy, your emotions, and you get empowerment so that you can transform your life. Okay. Yourself. So, so if, mm-hmm. if you could, if you could make that, like the Koroho effect is, does anybody else use that? Is that yours? Did you coin that? Is that your, or is there other people doing Koroho? No, no, that's something I made up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Koro and Koroho means what in Swahili? Did you say? Yes. It means spiritual. Spiritual. Okay. And you were wanting to connect that to faith-based. Why? Just because that's been my background as well, like for years. And I've transitioned out of being religious. Like I don't do church anymore, like organized religion. And so initially I wanted to help people because I feel like it's so much bondage in religion. I was in so much bondage and I wanted to help people, women really to transition out of that just so that they could be free. Yeah. Like okay. I feel like so, people, women aren't free. People aren't free and all the, and I don't want to offend people on the call, but. Yeah, no, no, you're not. Just, oh, don't you worry about anybody. You, this is all about you. So here's what okay. I'm going to say is popping up for me. If you're not comfortable 
like if you're already thinking I don't want to offend people I don't know that that is necessarily where you want to go right now because you don't have the full courage that is needed to so true. put it out there like for you to really launch a business and do really well you have to love the name of your business you have to love mm -hmm. what you're doing you have to stand like a million percent behind it and believe in it and you cannot mm -hmm. worry about offending anybody because you like I get what you're saying like there were times where like growing up in a certain religion and then having the other side of the family like I realized though as I got older I don't want that to be my platform that's not going to be my platform like I could have mm -hmm. long philosophical debates about religion spirituality but I don't want to offend people either and it's sort of like mm -hmm. even with me being a woman's empowerment coach I'm just, mm -hmm. I don't want to get into big debates about, I don't want to get into those debates. I don't want to have debates about the pandemic or about vaccines or about abortion or about, I don't want to have mm -hmm. big debate. That's not my platform to have big debates. Doesn't mean I don't mm -hmm. have my opinions on certain things, but I don't know that I want mm -hmm. that to be my platform. So I'm hearing you say, here's what I'm, here's what I'm hearing could make you your mainstream following. You can always have specialty things like the Corojo effect. Mm -hmm. um, there's something about that I like, so I think you want to hold on to that. There's something about that I feel, though, that's almost like a process you could teach people, and it would be your okay. unique process. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, like, I definitely think you could do Melody, da-da-da, last name, uh, is the founder of the Corojo effect. Corojo in Swahili is, is the word means spiritual. This is a spiritual healing that connects the body, mind, and spirit in Melody's 30 plus years of working as a physical therapist, seeing the toll that emotions and a lack of spirituality take their toll on the body. Like we could really create something. Um, okay. But I definitely think you want to stay. What I'm getting at is when you've done something for 30 years, you're an expert at that. I okay. know you do not okay. want to continue doing physical therapy, picking up people. It's too much of a strain on your body. It's too hard on you. Right. Right. You've put in your time. It's like being a massage therapist. They never tell the, the, the people going through massage therapy, your hands, you're going to have about a six to seven year career span before your body starts mm -hmm. really hurting. So I can't imagine that you've done this for 30 years. That's a lot on your own body. Right. Um, but isn't that interesting that I could feel this love energy that emanates off you? That's almost like a very, I could feel that grounded, stable strength that you probably have brought to so many people over the years. Uh, and now mm -hmm. it's time to translate those, that experience into your teaching and your expertise without you having to ever lift another person again is what i'm saying you okay. want to use that yeah. don't don't like kind of go oh that's a different career than this one it's the building mm. blocks for this one okay you have 30 years experience of seeing what emotions and thoughts and stories and beliefs and and not proper man not tr pro properly taking care of yourself in in spirituality and in in mentality and in emotions, how it takes a toll on the mm -hmm. body. 
So I just feel yeah. like you have the you 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 just now have to get really clear on how you're going to package this. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm helping yeah, you or am I blabbing, but yeah. I just feel like I'm clear on what you do. Now I just want to help mm -hmm. you get clear on what you do because I think you really have to pull together your experience is your PhD to be able to speak to mm -hmm. this now. And how what will that do in a woman's life when she can really master her own body and emotions and the the body is the messenger of the soul. The body is the messenger of the soul. That's the Koroho effect. Is this right? I I would love to see you get really clear on writing out what the Koroho effect is, and and really making okay. it, creating almost your own modality, and then one day you would actually teach this to other coaches. Hmm. That's where the now money one is. thing Melody, that's where that the money makes me authentic about this is, I've been off work for a year because. I was working a job, you know, as a physical therapist, and I was work, including all the paperwork. There was a lot of paperwork at home, mm -hmm. 80 to 90 hours a week. I didn't realize it. I had hypertension, but before I knew it, I had to resign July of 2020 because I ended up with diabetes, non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver, wow. like gastritis. That's stress. Like all That's your life those, experience. All these things. Yeah. And I'm very healthy. Like the doctors are like, are you lying about what you eat, about what you drink? No. Yeah. So I think it was all the stress, of and course. it makes me feel like a imposter. No, no, it, it, it's it means that you have the firsthand experience. That listen, that's like me saying it makes me feel like an imposter. That, um, like no, no, your life experience, and you reaching a point where you couldn't be that. You couldn't hold that emotional and physical space for any more people mm -hmm. before your own body started failing you. So, no, right. don't please don't feel like an imposter. You did that for thirty years. Mm -hmm. What did I just finish saying? What they should tell people is like this is a six to seven year career span because your body can't do it. Like you. You have to right. your your own physical body. So, no, the fact that your body mm. eventually gave out is one more thing that you can speak to. That's like me saying, like oh, feeling. Oh yes, right, yes. I love you. Just totally. Oh, I got that now. Yes, yes. This is what happened to me. Exactly. Because I didn't know how to manage my emotions and my energy and all of that. Yes. And this is what happened. Okay, I got so that now. So when you have, that's it. That, that becomes your, like, when I, what, I, I, when I got pregnant, I know it sounds so ridiculous to be like, how can I teach women, all these women, like, I, I don't focus on weight, but I could help women lose weight because I actually didn't, I gained 100 pounds. That's what gives mm -hmm. me the permit. I, I was a bodybuilder and a fitness competitor who got pregnant and gained 100 pounds. Why? Because I hadn't dealt with any of the emotional stuff. And becoming right. a mother triggered all kinds of things about my own mother. And being sexy and thin and all of that seemed not safe as a mother. So I hadn't done the emotional work that helped me understand. So do I? am I a fraud or am I someone who has been in the trenches 
Mm, and now can yeah. teach this authentically. Wow. Your healing journey that is your experience. On top of it, you've worked with people for 30 years to know how what stress and not knowing how to manage your emotions and mm-hmm. and not knowing how to empty out out of your emotional holding tank, your body then becomes the it will hold all of that garbage in it until we know how to almost like like pan for gold. Like we got to filter mm-hmm. out all the garbage and just hold on to the golden nugget. So you're living it firsthand yeah. and now coming out of that story and you can teach this firsthand to women. What it wow. does, how, what, how to, so the benefit now of you understanding and, and you've lived it. Mm-hmm. And you exude the wisdom of the other side now. I see that. I can feel that. Mm-hmm. I see it on your Facebook lives that you've been doing. I see it on your mm-hmm. it's so you're 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 you you're walking and talking your walk. You're you're living it now. So this is actually like the time you can teach it now, Melody, because you're not living the lie. You're not actually trying right. to teach people how to do this stuff, but you're actually working 80, 90 hours a week at a job that is draining every bit of life out of you. You've actually mm-hmm. stopped the bleeding. Right, right. Oh, I got it. Yes, this makes sense. I love it. I love, I can hear the click in your voice. Yeah. So really start getting clear on, um, and if you're going to stick with the Karoho effect, don't feel like that is a contradiction towards religion or that you even would have to ever say, this isn't to offend anyone. Like, just don't even, mm-hmm. just if I were you, I wouldn't even talk about religion. Just speak about spirituality. You could say, I spent much of my life in organized religion. And if it's right for you, it's right for you. What I learned for me is that when I'm inspired, I'm in spirit or something that becomes your catchphrase. But if you don't feel comfortable talking about religion or don't want to say something that might offend someone, don't make that part of your healing. Don't make that part of your story right now. Stick with the physical therapy, stick with the emotions, stick with not speaking your truth, stick with um, not knowing how to stand in your own power, whether it was because of your religious or cultural or community beliefs is there's so many women in every community. That's what we're all dealing with to be really honest. Okay. Yeah. Every community, women are dealing with this. Every country, every culture, every religion, we are, women are dealing Mm -hmm. with this. So I don't even think you need to say, I don't want to offend anyone because we all come from a place somewhere in the world where women are still in, in a political and in an economic, um, way we are still not equal we're just not equal yet so you Mm -hmm. can speak your truth about what you learned about your body speaking your truth following what's right for you and i don't even think religion has to come into it okay because i think that makes you feel uncomfortable so why why talk about something you're not comfortable with yet totally agree this makes so much sense to me yes yeah, yeah, do what you know, and what you know is the body, yeah. and you know emotions. Mm-hmm. You know that when you're not standing in your power, you know that when you're working 80, 90 hours a week, and maybe you love the people, but you don't love 40 hours of paperwork. 
um, right, you know, right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's you're just going to get clear about that. Okay. And doing what you love, and listening to your body, and how that begins to translate and transform your life. The clearer mm. you get on what you do, the easier mm -hmm. it's going to, and I mean right down to, and I don't want to work weekends, and I don't want to work nights, and mm -hmm. do you want quick nickels? I don't mean to make people seem like that, but quick nickels are slow dimes, which means mm -hmm. are you better to try to get many people into buying a $9.99 ebook off of you? And that try to move them into a bigger course, or are you better to get three people that's going to give you a $9,000? Like, you, even all of that, like, you just get start getting clear on, okay, what do I really want to do? Do I want to be one to many? Do I want to do one to one? Um, mm -hmm. But I think as you really get the clarity on, on teaching women how to use, like, I liked. I liked actually hearing you say, I want to teach women how to use their mind and body. I don't think I've ever mm -hmm. heard a woman say, I want to teach women how to use their own body. Like, mm -hmm. I don't hear women sit word it like that. We're not taught that we get to use our own bodies for anything. Right, that's true. Like, we're literally mm -hmm. taught, like, don't let your body ever be used. But what about if we use mm -hmm. it for myself? Right. Why? Well, huh. I like the way you worded that. Like, I want to teach women how to use their body to transform their life. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Because what you're really saying is emotions, but they're not they're right. thinking body. And you're saying you know, all your emotions lie in your body. I'm going to teach you how to yeah. reconnect to your body. I was a physical therapist for over 30 years, and the majority of those people didn't know how to connect to their bodies, didn't know how to listen right. to their body, didn't know how to access their emotions, didn't know how to, to filter out, um, toxic stuff. They didn't, and all that stuff just got stored in the body, just like it did for me. And after 30 years of helping everybody else, it finally took its toll on my body and I had to do the work. Mm. Oh, wow. I would sign up for that course. Well, that's right, because you actually know it, teach it, live it, know it, do it. And that's what women, mm -hmm. that's what, it'll be very, when you talk like that, then it's like, I know who I need to go to to learn how to use my body to transform my life. Melody, she was, mm -hmm. a, she was a physical therapist for over 30 years. If anyone knows mm -hmm. how to use the body to transform their life, it's Melody. Mm -hmm. because of 30 years of doing that. Do you get what I'm saying? Use your yeah. experience as your claim to fame. This is what I know because I lived it for 30 years. I know this world. And I know what happens if you don't use your body to transform your life. It will implode on you. It mm. did to me. Wow. It's yeah. not even about what yeah. I was eating. I ate healthy. I never drank alcohol yeah. and I have non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver. How is that possible? Because that's what anger does. The liver is anger. In, yeah. in the connection yeah. to the body spirit, the liver is literally our hottest. That's where we hold our heat emotionally is in the liver. I would do the same thing. I would go into my, my I have a doctor of Chinese medicine and she would mm -hmm. do acupuncture and she'd be like, your liver, your liver crystal, mm -hmm. your liver. And she'd like do acupuncture on my liver. And I'd be like, I'm pissed. 
It's because I'm always mm -hmm. angry. I have a low simmering anger under the surface that I never knew what to deal with. Yeah. And now I don't have any liver problems. I don't have, I actually am pain free. Do you know how incredible oh, wow. it is for me mm. to say like, I'll be 51 in a month. And for the first time in my life, the last couple of years, since I've done such deep emotional work, I am physically pain free. I used to have wow, a twisted pelvis. I had, I had cervical cancer when I was really young. I've had, like, when I think about all the injuries I've had over the years, head injuries, I had seizures, I had, oh my God, I mm. used to need a chiropractor and a massage therapist at least once a week. And to think, mm. I live in a pain-free body now. And I feel wow. it. If I start to get a little tension in one side of my neck, I actually know this is connected to my throat chakra. I'm not speaking my truth. I'm not standing mm. up for myself. I'm not... So I'm not telling you that you need to learn chakras or Ayurvedic medicine. You already know Western medicine. You know, you mm -hmm. know the physical body, and now you understand energy and emotions. And the body mm -hmm. is the holder of all the emotions. The yeah. body is the messenger of our emotions, our spirit. So if we don't know how mm -hmm. to express ourselves, our body will find a way to express it. Wow. Right? That's Whatever's so not, it, it, yeah. whatever is repressed will find a way to be expressed. This is what you teach. Mm -hmm. Melody, women will love it. They'll love you. They'll love it. They'll feel like you are the real deal. Not because you're a fraud, because you've lived through it. Mm. Wow. That is so good. Crystal, this is great. This is, this is giving me so much clarity. Like, I feel good about this. Yay! <laughs> I feel good about this. Like I can see this happening and I, you know, and I feel it in my body, like that little twinge of excitement. Yeah. That's so, what there's it yeah. is right there. That is your spirit talking to you. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Like you've just gone to the slot Thank machine you. and the slot machine is saying, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Does that feel yeah. good? Does that light you up? Does that give you a little excitement? That means you're in the right direction. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I just want to go back to the name, the Corojo effect. You've got to nail that. Like you cannot use that URL unless you have created some type of effect using Corojo and make it yours. Mm -hmm. Cause it is really neat sounding. If you can really polish off the explanation of what this is and that you have unique processes and interventions that will help any mm -hmm. woman create this effect in her life. And think of some of the key taglines that people have used before. When you're inspired, you're in spirit. Karoho is mm -hmm. the Swahili world for spirit or spiritual. So mm -hmm. we get you into an inspired place that's going to affect every area of your life. Like just start using words and create a little word magic. And then you okay. start to have these sort of short punchline phrases that you can explain what it is. Ah, okay. We'll get, okay. we'll spend more time. We'll spend more time on this. I, I can feel it. We're just getting you going, but I love it. I, I, I think you're onto something and I, I like different words that you've chose, like just moving my awareness. That's, mm -hmm. that's also body. Like even for you to use that mm -hmm. word is very, is very kinetic. So it's like, you're, you're not even saying things like thinking 
you're moving mm -hmm. my awareness. You are about the body mm -hmm. and the ment emotional mm -hmm. connection. Like when we get into motion, we shift emotions. So right. your 30 years of being with physical bodies is all part of your PhD. Okay. Okay. Yay, Yay. Very good. Okay. Okay. Keep me posted. Uh, I know you have my email. Keep me posted. I did. I know exactly who I'm talking with. And Melody, I did. I don't know if I, I, we transferred you back the burning ritual. I burnt your letter and you could actually yeah. see it burning up. It was really good. And I, and I, I'm, I'm really honored that you sent that to me. It was, it was. Thank you so much. Big healing. Mm, you've been such an amazing blessing. I appreciate it. I uh, appreciate you too. So thank you so much. And email me. Keep me posted. I'd love to actually hear what exactly your one okay. paragraph for the Kurosho, the, the Kuroho effect. Write it to me. Let's get this name. Okay, I will. All right. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, it was a... Uh, it was exactly what we needed. It was exactly what Melody and I needed today. And I'm grateful for everyone who is on the line today. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. I'll be back in December. <laughs> what am I saying? December 2021. We're going to have our last chat with Crystal of 2021. I hope you can join me. Uh, have an awesome November. And um, remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.